Welcome to the Black Women Unfiltered podcast, a podcast that explores the unfiltered journeys of Black women in discovering their purpose, owning their truth, and embracing their path of self-growth. This podcast encourages Black women to use their voices to reflect on their life experiences and expound on their truths that shape them into the woman they are now. This is Black Women Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Whitney Sam. Here we have Siobhan Winston. Siobhan is a professional organizer and home stager based in Atlanta, Georgia, and the founder of Restyle Living. Siobhan says she's always had a natural passion for art and design and an appreciation for organization, especially in the home. However, it took many years to transform her passion into her purpose. Her journey has passed through a handful of career paths from criminal justice to graphic design, but she has truly found her calling within the interior and organizing industry. Siobhan's mission is to help create well-organized, designed, and functional spaces that will give you peace of mind and get rid of the chaos in the process. Let's welcome Siobhan to the chair. Hi, Siobhan. I'm so happy to have you in the chair and excited to hear your story about making the transition from graphic designer to an entrepreneur and home, being a home organizer and a stager. Hey, thank you for having me on. Yes, for those of you who don't know, I, y'all can call her Siobhan. This is my bestie. I'm so happy that I got her in the chair. No, I'm not bringing her on the show just because she's my best friend. She actually has a story. And I was just thinking about it before we even got in the chair. I've known you for almost 15 years. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yes. I was just thinking like, no, it can't be 15 years. So when that means we're getting old. Oh, yep. But time flies. That's what it says. We're not not getting old. The time's just going too fast. That's what it is. We age and fine like wine. Yes, ma'am. You know it. I was like, not 15 years. But yes, so excited about this interview. I'm so excited for you to tell people your story and your journey. I've watched from the sidelines, but to actually like hear you talk about it is super exciting. Yes, I'm excited too. Yes. So go ahead and tell us a little about yourself. Who is Siobhan? Yes. So Siobhan, <laughs> no, I am a professor, a professional home organizer and stager. Um, of course, like Whitney said, we met in college. So I graduated from Tennessee State University um, with a degree in art. Yeah. But I had a degree in arts and science and a concentration in graphic design. Um, So I just, in the beginning, I was pursuing arts and the graphics and just fell in love with that. Um, But then I just took a a turn, like I was, I had my business, I started a small business in graphics where I uh, did logos, web designs, and um, t-shirts, so I would do custom shirt designs as well, Um, but from there, um, I just, I don't know, I slowly fell out of love with the graphic part of design, and I just was looking for something different. So uh, that's what kind of pushed me in the direction of going into uh, 
home staging and interior design and getting into all of that. We're going to go from the beginning of your journey. So you say you did graphic design. and I don't think I've ever asked you this, but how did you get into interior design and home organization? Like it was so crazy. So, uh, of course, like I said, I was um, into graphics and doing that. And actually, my younger cousin, um, she was like, girl, I, I just love your style, all your house, every house that you've been in has been nicely designed and always looks so homey. And she was like, you should look into interior design. And then she told me that probably like, oh, I was probably graduating my senior year. So that's is back in 2011 when she kind of put that bug in my ear. And I was like, uh, okay, girl, thank you. Uh, but I did not really pay attention to it. And then just into the journey, I graduated. And of course, grad after graduation, it's always hard to uh, find a job in your field, especially without experience. So I was trying to find graphic jobs. And with that, it was so hard to find something in graphics where I just ended up uh, working in retail. So I worked at AT&T for a little while. And that I realized uh, that was not what I want to continue to do. So I just then um, uh, started thinking of doing stuff on my own. So that's when I went and created my small business. It was called Design Studio, where I did the logos and um, the t-shirt designs, website designs. But um, again, that just it didn't make me happy. And at the same time, I was still working retail positions, part-time, well, full-time retail and having this side hustle of uh, graphic design. Um, and then it wasn't until like I started working at a veterinary clinic where I was, uh, I, I, I was just doing it, of course, just to pay the bills. But um, I was sitting there and I was like, I need to look more into interior design. Um, so I went ahead and applied for a, a online school um, and then just started uh, doing interior design. And I fell in love with um, just decorating homes and learning about color schemes and uh, portion, like the uh, scales and proportions and just different things when it comes to interior. And it's stuff that I did learn again because I went to school for arts that, so I had, I touched on some of these things in some of my courses at Tennessee State, but uh, I never dived in too deep with it until I got into the course. And that's when I just really fell in love with it and went from there. I um, was working for almost five years. Uh, so when I graduated from um, the New York Institute of Art and Design, where I went and got my certification for interior design, as soon as I graduated from there, I started working at this small interior design firm. They gave me a chance. I had no experience. I didn't know how to use their software, nothing. Um, so they gave me a chance. And that from there, I, I just fell in love with it, learning all the inside and outs of interior and just went from there. Wow. So you really started from the bottom up. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I, I knew nothing. Well, I knew a little bit. I think um, I loved the home aspect. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I loved to design the house and that, that was just like something I loved to do on the side, but it was never anything that 
I thought well, as a career. I'm When I went into school, you know, I started off criminal justice major. Yeah, <laughs> and I was that. like, no, that's not it. Yeah, that, that, that definitely wasn't. Um, so fun fact, oh. we, were the, we were the same major in school. And um, I can tell you all from personal experience, that was not her calling. No, it wasn't. <laughs> not her calling at all. Thank God. Oh, I know. I was, I was glad that I found early. I think, what was it? The intro to criminal justice course that we took. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is boring. I do not want to do this. This is not it. So I quickly went to the art department and saw what was my other options. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, sometimes it happens like that. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So how did you get into, you said how you got into interior design, but where did home organizing come from? I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, you started doing it. <laughs> I know. So now home organizing has now, is now a big trend now. Everybody's starting to understand what home organizing is. And like you can see it on Netflix. They have all these specials. Uh, Marie Kondo really put it on the map. She's one of the biggest organizers out there that people just love and take all tips from her. So really, I kind of, there was this YouTuber that I watched and she's actually a military wife. Uh, her name was Nikki. Her YouTube channel is At Home With Nikki. And um, I was just really tired of my house not being organized. And I just felt, because I'm the type of person, I, I like to know where things are. I, I, I don't they, I don't feel like I am OCD. I'm definitely not OCD because I could have a messy house, but it's just like I like the stuff to be where they needs to be, so I could get quick access and I I could put it back easily. Stress like less stress. So mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to figure out, okay, what are some ways to like simplify my life and figure it out? And I started watching At Home with Nikki, and this was probably back in 2013 when she her YouTube was just kind. Of, well, she was she's been pretty big on YouTube for a while, but I think that's when she was starting to get everything. And then I was like, okay, you just have to add baskets and do this. And oh, and then oh, look, my space is organized. Uh, so I kind of was dabbling with that. Um, but it really didn't click until uh, I moved into my um, house after I got married, where I was like, okay, let me see if I organize this space completely how this how simple it will make my life and it just was so easy I like I know I have places for things where everything goes I could I could quickly clean up my house and I'm like I know there's people out here that need this and are struggling with the same thing because I was one of those people like I my home was not always like organized and to the T it took me a while to realize okay this is going to give me peace of mind so I let me look more into what organizing is and then just doing my own research and everything I really fell in love and then just like going back to when I was younger seeing how things were like I always love interior and moving my um my room around and making sure it looked good and things were in the right place. So it, it, it makes sense that this was where I was supposed to be leading to, but it, it definitely um, just sparked from there, um, learning what 
actually interior, I mean, what actually organizing is and how it's so beneficial. And I just love doing that and want to give other people the same peace of mind that I get when I walk into an organized space as well. All right. That's funny. That (laughs) brings back a memory of, you remember freshman year when we (laughs) rearranged our dorm room? Girl, yes, <laughs> where they had all those. It was so tiny in there, though, with the way they had it. Girl, I just remember you were like, let's change the floor let's plan. And you this. Like, drew it all out. And now I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I didn't see it back then at, Girl, at 18, but yeah. I see it now. I'm like, we really like moved our whole room around exactly. for you because you wanted more <laughs> space. I was fine where I was at, but you know, took one for the team. <laughs> But that's well, I appreciate it, friend. I definitely that's appreciate it. See, things like that, like stuff like that, I didn't even realize until like just getting older. I'm like, oh, I was doing that. Like I did enjoy mm-hmm. doing stuff like that. And I I don't know. I guess I felt like it was normal. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody yeah, does stuff you, like you this. Felt, you felt it was normal. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. I thought that's it was a thing. So so you say you used to work at a small design firm so can you kind of walk through like what you used to do for that firm and like how it kind of shaped you into going into interior design sure yeah so um it is a small hospitality firm so hospitality I'm working with hotels so I've worked Mm -hmm. with a lot of big name brands like Hilton Holiday Inn Marriott um which IHG is the biggest brand that has all these subcategories of hotel brands underneath them. So mm. we would um, get our client. Usually it's a the client who owns the specific hotel. Um, and we would uh, then, if it's like a IHG, which is Holiday Inns and um, Holiday Inn Express, different things are under that. Uh, they usually have like a... Uh, specific design that they would like to go with but Mm -hmm. as uh for my design firm we're able to kind of customize um the design a little more so I would uh take these hotels some of them were brand new hotels and I would pick um all the flooring the wall finishes the uh the vinyl base uh, that goes on the bottom, the uh, light fixtures, the artwork, the bedding. We would do everything from scratch, from ground up, um, designing that hotel. Um, so if it was a custom design project, that's where um, I would come in and custom design, pick out the color schemes, the flooring, and then just uh, present it to the client and um, have them let me know, do they like this color scheme? Should we go in a different direction? Things like that. And um, from there, I really learned a lot about um, how to deal with clients and um, the kind of customer service aspect of the interior design portion. Um, Since I was working one-on-one with the clients and I I was the main designer, I was able to see um, what people like, what they don't, and all the those um, aspects of design work that way. And I really, at that point, fell in love with the construction. Like I, I would go in with my hard hat and look at um, a new build um, hotel and tell them 
uh, no, this is wrong. We in our design, we have this moved here, there, and like that gave me like I loved loved doing that, um, and that's what kind of just drew me into uh, interior design. Um, but when um, what made me switch away because I kind of in the beginning uh, when I first formed uh, my business, I kind of. Uh, started with doing home makeovers and different things like that because I, I am an des- interior designer and that's usually what you do as an interior designer. It's like you get your client, you do home makeovers, uh, you uh, pick out whatever um, window treatments or the bedding and different things like that. Uh, but that part kind of I don't know it, it it got overwhelming because when I was uh with my with that my current position I never did like the procurement part which is where I would order the items and make sure mm-hmm. it's shipped and stick with the client all the way through like I just did design and once it was designed I was done I was I would do my like 3d renders of the space so you could see exactly what it's going to look like when it's finished all that but once it came to like the procurement part, I then stepped away and I, I wasn't really hands-on with that. So when I had to do it on my own, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Like, I, I just like the design part. So <laughs> that's when I had to um, look into, I started looking into more of the organizing and then the home staging part um, in the business, which I really love that aspect of um, the business and coming in and just creating the final space and giving a nice look for the space where people would enjoy. When did you know that home organizing and being a home stager was your purpose? Ooh, so it actually happened recently. I think, to be honest, 2020, even though it was Mm -hmm. a lot going on, it was there. It was an eye-opening experience. Once I had that break, once the pandemic actually hit, and I was able to like work from home, and mm-hmm. I was able to sit back and really reflect on what I want to do, what I enjoyed doing, um, and what kind of business I would love to have. That's when I kind of started to see. Okay, I love interior design, but I don't like. Um, having to the pressure of having to design for one specific client and the length of it, the process of with a design client, it can be one to one month to six months, just depending on the size of the project, how fast the clients are wanting to uh, make decisions on items. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a long process. And just knowing how much I loved organizing and the staging part in the design is what kind of drew me back to, okay, uh, Siobhan, you, you, you love um, the design. But I think the organizing gave me the opportunity where I'm not with a client for months on end. I come in, um, I look at your space, and once we have that consultation, I'm already kind of knowing what I want to do with your space. Um, so I, I could look around and be like, okay, we need to move this over here. This needs to be, be moved over here. We need to add stuff here. And I can do that in three, three hours. So say I got an organizing client who has a, like, they want to do their 
closet, their master bedroom mm-hmm. closet. I can look in there and be like, okay, let's add shelves. Let's add baskets here. I'll be in and out in three hours. So I was like, okay, I think I really love the in and out, the, the, the ease of the organizing um, where I'm not with a consistent client for months on end. And then the home stage, and that's, that's just, that's what I really love. I love taking a space and just dramatically changing it and you could just do that with furniture pieces so I could come into a house and move like you said what I did at the uh, door room I could just move a few items around and it'll be a whole different space which other people they don't see that and they need someone like me to help them uh, just make those few tweaks and that's really kind of what home staging is like I'll come in um with uh if i'm doing a occupied home which that means the client is in the home and is getting ready to maybe put it up for sale so um i go in and i'll move your furniture around and depersonalize the item so if you have like kids toys all over in the front entry of your space you know a home a buyer is going to be like oh this is a lot and they might some people don't see a house the same way as I do. So if it's cluttered, people are going to be like, no, that's a lot. I don't, and then maybe pass up the house. So as a home stager, I would come in and basically kind of depersonalize the house and get it organized in a way that um, people, uh, home buyers who are coming to view the property will be able to see the actual beauty of the home instead of all the stuff that you have existing in your home and be like, well, this closet looks too small. If their clothes can't fit in it, my clothes definitely can't fit in it. That kind Mm -hmm. of uh, way. So that's kind of what home staging is and, and kind of how I'm able to help with the home staging and bring it together with the organizing um, to make resale living what it is okay. yes <laughs> so yeah that that's a gift for sure <laughs> <laughs> thanks <sighs> one that I don't have um I yeah. definitely had to learn that because Adrian that's my husband he was like uh not everybody sees stuff the way you do and it had to, it had to click mm-hmm. in my head to realize okay Siobhan yeah it seems easy to you and uh you think that anybody can do that, but not everybody sees the same way that I do. And so that kind of helps me uh, understand, okay, Siobhan, yeah, that is a gift. You do have a gift that not everybody has. Yeah, some people, people can definitely style their homes, but there's also the people that have no clue and don't even want to try. So that's mm-hmm. my target audience, the people who need the help. And I'm, I'm here to help. I'm definitely here. <laughs> that's me. I'm so organized in my uh, professional life, but my personal life is, is a whole nother ball game. Oh, girl, you got it, though. Uh-uh. But yes, you definitely, ma'am. I inspired. I said, oh, yes, because you definitely get that. Your, your business is on T. I need, yes, I need all that. <laughs> yeah. And I need all the help in my home. Well, we got you. I got you, boo. Thank you. So now that you know that home organizing and being a stager is like your purpose, what was the first actionable step you took towards that? Okay, so once I kind of had that realization that this was it, I kind of really just started to think again, going back to target audience, like 
who am I trying to sell to? Who, who, well, not sell, but who am I trying to um, provide the service to? Um, mm-hmm. and who, who needs me? Like, and, and just looking around, like a lot of my my busy moms out here. Like, I know that it. I, hey, I don't have any children right now, so I can't say how much of it. But I have. I am a god mama and a, and an auntie to a lot of children, and these kids, they they can go through some stuff. So I'm realizing that to to give the homeowner and my target audience the peace of mind, which is going to be my busy moms or my working women and. All the, the everybody who's busy and don't have the time to like put into their home, uh, I that was the first thing I had to look into. I'm like, okay, so uh, I know that there is a there's a need out there for me because I've seen with family members and friends that they're like, girl, I need help. These kids tear up this house faster than I can even clean it up. So I'm like, Mm. okay, if I could come in and help you find systems and ways to keep your home organized, like say you're in a kid's uh, playroom, you know, kids aren't going to put up their stuff uh, Mm -hmm. color coordinated and perfectly, but you, you can get bins. So let's go ahead and throw all the all the Legos in one bin. All, like kids can do that. They know what their Legos are. Throw all these Legos in this one bin. Throw all your crayons in this other bin. Like so, just making systems that make it easier for families to move around their house and be able to clear up their space um, quickly. So th- just learning my target audience helped me realize, like, okay, this is how I need to uh, pitch uh, to this person. This is how I need to kind of show them how they need me like how yeah because a lot of people when they hear organizing they're like I don't need that or I'm not going to spend my extra money on somebody to come help me organize I just need to clean up my space but it's really deeper than cleaning organizing is that I don't come in and clean any space as an organizer I'm not going to pick up a broom I'm not going to wash your dishes I am here to put your items in a space that functions best for your family. So that's kind of what I'm having to like teach my audience. Okay. Like this is the benefits of having your space organized and this Mm -hmm. is how I can help. So again, going back to knowing my target audience is what really helped me kind of hone down on what I need to do and kind of brought me into, okay, organizing definitely is what I know it's top that my, my audience needs and home stagers like uh, I, there. I know people who are moving out of their homes that um, and trying to get them sold. But it's been on the market for so long because they have all these these items in their homes that, yes, it's it's stuff that is great for them and and um, they love. But not all. But when you come into a new home, that that home buyer is it worried about if the, your grandma gave you this this side table and this is why you have all this and that going on they're like this is a space I want and so that's kind of another reason like where I, where I can help organize and bring it together so that's why the two to me go hand in hand with helping my uh, my homeowners uh, get their homes organized and then the ones that are ready to upgrade and sell get out of their home quickly and get it sold for a higher price with staging. 
Absolutely. So your first step was to kind of like reorganize your business, find your target audience. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I get that. That's, that's a huge step. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people don't know, but you know, like you said, 2020 was like a year of revelation for mm-hmm. you. So we had several conversations about you leaving your job due to the work environment. Uh-huh. And so you have made the step to leave your job and become a full-time entrepreneur. But can you kind of walk us through that that incident of you like leaving your job? full-time and taking the leap to become an entrepreneur yes okay so again it uh, like you were saying it was I at that point that's when I started to realize okay Siobhan you can definitely do this yourself like you you've learned as much as you can it's time for you to leave and grow so I had to first realize okay it's okay to walk away because I'm not right now. I'm not learning anything new. I was I was basically running the whole thing. Like I <laughs> I knew exactly mm-hmm. what to do. I was creating templates and keeping them organized on different things. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm I'm no longer learning anything new. So it's time for me to really like uh, give it all to myself because I've given. I would be there uh, coming in at. 7 30 in the morning leaving out at like 4 35 some days I would be there longer just to make sure that I got um the projects out the way and finished and it was just it started to take a toll where I I some I didn't feel as appreciated as I feel like I was given that I was given so much and wasn't getting that appreciation back and I also wasn't learning anything else so I just had to to realize that I could do it I I got this um and just take the leap um of faith in leave out so that's what I did I I wrote up my two weeks notice well it really wasn't two weeks so I Mm -hmm. gave the notice and they asked like okay we appreciate everything you've done we love you is there a way that you could stay a little longer to help us transition and teach us more of the stuff and get us time to get somebody new to learn all the stuff mm-hmm. that you know. So it was basically two months. So I did a two month kind of thing where I transitioned out slowly. I helped um, uh, give them, I helped train the new person. And then I also showed them all the new things that I was creating and just stuff to keep their business organized and on track when I am gone. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was, I, I, feel amazing like it, it was amazing to take the leap and do this thing for myself because I've always wanted to again um you know that I, I said I had a small business before which was design studio I never had I never felt that way about design studio like that I was mm-hmm. ready to leave or do anything like that was really just a side hustle but this mm-hmm. right here I know that I could create a business out of this like I love what I do I can wake up every morning and and look at design and go in and organize and move stuff like that's to me that's when I realized okay Siobhan you got this like you you found out what you love what you're passionate about and it's it is easy like like to me I wake up and it's it's 
just fun. I go in and I'm not stressed. Like I got to the point at my old job where I was stressed. Like I would go in and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I please don't, <laughs> uh, don't give me nothing hard today. I don't want to do it. Like I just got to that point. I was like, nope, it's time. I have to, I have to uh, choose me and bet on myself. And that's what I did. Absolutely. I feel like a lot of us are coming to that um, inclination or to that thought process that, yeah, jobs stress you out and your peace is is way more worth it than working for, you know, someone else and someone else's dream. Yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Because that is definitely what I was like. I was I was building their bit like. I was giving mm-hmm. them some good, uh, they had some great templates. They had some good, girl, I was laying them out. They had yes. everything. So I'm like, I'm tired of building other people's business. It's time for me to put this energy into me. Like, I need to take this time and really do what I'm passionate about. And I think that also helped, uh, that was what helped me make that decision. It was a lot. Uh, and it was time. It definitely was time. But it was a lot of that realization that helped me um, take that next week. Yeah, you definitely hit that on the head. I know I've given a few companies some of my great ideas. But Girl. Oh well. I'm, okay, I'm okay with it. They needed it more than I did. Exactly. Okay. Yes. That's why I was like, I'm cool with what I gave them. Look, I, I helped them out, got them set. But hey, that's it. It's my right. turn now. So you mentioned your business, Freestyle Living. So how did that come about, that idea? Yeah, so again, starting off, so I started Freestyle Living as a side hustle, I guess. So I was, of course, working full-time when I first uh, launched Freestyle Living. It's been about two years now. So it was January of 2018 is when I was like, okay, let me look into uh, doing this. So uh, really when thinking of the the name Restyle Living, it's where I, I just was thinking, okay, I want to come in and restyle someone's home because I'm, I'm great at uh, doing DIYs. I could take anything at home and flip it and make it something else that you could use either to organize with. I could create a uh, I could change a thrift item and make it something. So I, I like to call it, I came up with the name Restyle because I could come into your space and help you restyle your living space. So that mm-hmm. is where Restyle Living was born. Uh, and um, I started my YouTube channel um, then, and that's when I would do like furniture flips, uh, DIY makeovers, um, Dollar Tree organization hacks, like different things. So that's when I started to learn, okay, I like doing this. I'm good at this. I could keep doing this. So I was just playing around with all the stuff and the aspects of restyling a space. And I just, mm-hmm. it stuck. So that's where Restyle Living came from. Yes, I love the Dollar Tree hack and the Target finds. Those yeah. are my favorite. <laughs> you know me, I'm a frugal friend, but Girl, me yes. Too. And, and you, you give me motivation to do DIYs, but I am not, you know, artistic at all. So I will not be trying, but <laughs> I do love to watch you design. I'm like, look at her. So talented. Oh. That's my best friend. Look at her. Yay. Thank you, girl. <laughs> so you have your own business. And of course, we all know businesses have their ups and downs. Ooh. So have you had any setbacks 
now that you're in your industry or on this journey so far? Have you had any setbacks? Um, yeah. So again, say um, I have been doing reselling for two years. And for the first mm-hmm. year, I was heavy on uh, home makeovers and actually being an interior design firm and company. Um, Mm -hmm. So once I made the switch to focus more on organizing and home staging, I had to then go back and revamp and look again at my business. So that was last year. Uh, So yeah, 2020. Yeah. That's when I, that's when I um, decided to uh, switch it up and, and it kind of, pushed me back a little bit because uh, I had to kind of rebrand and start from the beginning on uh, what I wanted the business to look like. Again, who's my target audience? Um, who am I promoting to? Are they going to see me still as an interior designer and still try to reach out for an interior designer? Are they going to understand that I'm an organizer? So I'm still kind of in that process because mm-hmm. it's still new, the transition where people are still coming to me for interior design but um I now have to like kind of switch some of my audience that know me as an interior designer and let them know okay I do home organizing and staging like I'll come Mm -hmm. make the house look good but it's uh it's not gonna be like an actual head-to-toe makeover like I was doing before okay and do you have any setbacks on the entrepreneur journey so far every day is different like you'll have your days where you are so excited and eager and ready uh to do what's on your to-do list and then you have mm-hmm. days where like you're like I don't want to do anything or nothing's falling into place and you're feeling like okay what am I doing wrong what do I need to do and it's just some. and when I get to that point I know I, I realize that I start to like second guess what I'm doing and um, then start Mm -hmm. to maybe overthink what I'm supposed to do. Like a lot of the stuff I'm that I, that should be simple. I'm overthinking it and it's making it harder and it's drawing out the process and trying to figure out the little things when I should just keep trying to keep going with what I know and keep pushing that instead of trying to reinvent everything and make sure everything's perfect. So that is definitely one of our struggles understandable okay. yeah perfection perfectionism yes. is Ooh. real it definitely is girl I'm over here trying to make everything perfect and I'm like uh-uh I need to just go out here and find the clients like they'll let me know if they, they don't like it they'll let me know what I need to fix and I that's really honestly how I learn anyways I'm more hands-on like I need to be in the situation to be like okay, that worked and, uh, or I didn't like that. Let me switch it up instead of me trying to figure it out at the desk and like, okay, this is my process and this is what I need to do. And I, I can't do anything more. Like I I just need to do, go for it. Just do it. Try to get these clients and then if go back to the drum board, if it's not exactly the way it should. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree with that 100%. What is one positive thing that has happened in your journey so far towards your purpose? Positive thing. Um, I really just actually to me, I was so excited when I left and be and decided to 
do this as a full-time career. So that's, that to me is very exciting. And it was the most positive thing, like the relief of, okay, Siobhan, you're working for yourself. You, you got this, um, you, you can do whatever you wake up, whatever you want to, you can get stuff done, however you want to like that to me is amazing feeling. So that was very exciting. I was uh, very nervous. It was very nerve wracking, mm-hmm. but now that I'm in it, I'm very excited because all my time now goes to my business. Like I don't have to sit there and uh, I'm getting off at five. Then I got to cook dinner or make mm-hmm. sure the house is clean. And then it's seven, eight o'clock and I'm trying to work on my business, eight, nine, ten. Sometimes I'd be up till like 12, one o'clock to wake up at six to be at work at seven. And like, it's, it mm-hmm. was crazy. So it's good now that I have that time back that I could dedicate to myself and to my business. So that's very exciting to me. Nice. So you're a newbie entrepreneur. What is your schedule? What's your schedule and routine like for someone who's looking to be a newbie entrepreneur? Ah, I'm glad you asked that question. Okay, so January, I have been trying to really come up with routines and schedules and just try to figure out this because I don't want to break the like the feeling of being up and going into work and stuff and I uh, I know with the holidays and stuff I did kind of slack on that so I'm like okay <laughs> January hits I need to be on top of it so what I've That's been okay. doing I decided to slowly like I want to eventually get to where I'm up at like 7 30 8 o'clock you know I'm not a morning person girl so 7 30 no, 8 not. o'clock <laughs> That's early to me. So I'm like, uh, if so I'm starting off where, okay, I'm taking it uh, where I started at nine, um, mm-hmm. where, uh, wake up, and then I uh, go right into um, my uh, morning devotional. So I go and um, I got this book from Walmart. And it's actually a really good book. Um, and uh, it tells it has a Bible scripture for the day. You read it and then it has like a journaling section in the back where you write out your thoughts for that scripture and all that. So I do that for like 30 minutes in the morning and I usually get myself a cup of tea. So I drink my tea uh, while doing that. And then um, I wake up and do yoga stretches. So I wake up in the morning. Sometimes my hoodie be uh, he's uh comes along with me. So I'll FaceTime him and we'll do some yoga stretches. Um, and then I get right to it. I make my breakfast and get on the computer. So do I, I do all my computer work. If I have any client emails, um, different things like that, I'll answer all my emails. And then I'll go to Asana. I use Asana, which is a project management tool. That's something that I also introduced um, at my old job. So I just brought it um, along with me. Um, So I keep using Asana and that just checks off my daily tasks. And I try to do three major tasks in a day because I realize if I put so many on there, it's going to keep overflowing to the next day and the next day and the next day. So I'm like, I'm going to do three big tasks for the day and then once that's done I'm done working because I'm the type of person again I told you I was working till 12 1 o'clock at, at, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was uh, had a nine to five so I'm still kind of in that habit like okay I need to just keep working but I need to, I've been trying to okay 
Um, you need to be done around five, six. So I'm treating this. This is my now my uh, my full time job. So nine to five, I'm working. After five, I'm going to I'll go downstairs um, and just I don't know start cooking the dinner and get together and then maybe watch some TV uh, and then I get come back and maybe look on social media and do some marketing stuff that way in the evening. But then I'm. I want to be I'm in the bed by 10 10 30 11 because I'm trying to I'm again trying to get better because I'm eventually trying to get to that 7 30 8 o'clock <laughs> so I'm needing my rest so that's that's definitely kind of what I'm starting off I've been good January's been good um uh February I had I've been good I'm in, in Wisconsin right now so it's been different I've still been waking up at nine but it's not exactly that routine but I'm um, I'm on it. I'm still trying to keep that. And I think that with that, it's going to definitely help me stay on track and keep this uh, nine to five. I'm keeping this nine to five like mentality, like, OK, I need to get up and work instead of trying to make up a different routine. Um, and then I fall back where I'm not really getting nothing done. I, I still want, this is my business. This is a business. I'm treating it like how I would treat my nine to five. I'm in there mm-hmm. on time and I'm leaving on time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good mindset to have. It's a great routine to have too. Thank you. So before I have you give some advice to some of my listeners, mm-hmm. what is the future for you and Restyle Living? Yes. So in the future, we are definitely, so March starts off our Cleanish Challenge. So we're going to reintroduce the Cleanish Challenge. It's where it's a 30-day challenge where I am going to be uh, day by day cleaning a area in the home. Um, and I'm just going to drop that. So I'm just going to push more of my organizing. And hopefully the Cletus Challenge brings on uh, more organizing clients. So we're going to push that. And then I'm just going to start going all in on my home stage and getting, uh, I want to eventually getting to, um, to vacant homes where I have my own uh, inventory where you could just rent like a sofa, a coffee table, side tables, anything. And I come stage a home and get it ready for sale. So that's where Restyle Living is heading. Um, so yes, I'm excited for the future. I'm ready to see the growth. It's still new. Everything's new. Like you said, it's still my baby, but but I am hopeful and, and knowing that we are about to take off and get all this stuff going. Right. So we're probably, we're going to be watching your journey. I may have you come back for a, an update episode. Yes, Let ma'am. us know how your journey of entrepreneurship is going. That's yes. super exciting. I'm super happy for you. You know, I'm like, your number two fan. I'll let I'll let your boo have the number one spot, <laughs> but I'm I'm definitely number two. Y'all you know. are battling for one. I think y'all are tied. Nah, he can have it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> That's my dog. I love Adrian. That's my okay. homie. All right. So now we're gonna get into the advice round. Where I'll ask you three questions and you just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Ooh, okay. So what is one thing you feel that helped you find your purpose? One thing that helped me find my purpose, really just looking inward. I 
took the time to sit back and look at myself, look at the things that I love, what mm-hmm. just what I'm passionate about, what makes me excited. So once I really understood those things, then I knew exactly what what I was see what I'm here for. I'm here. I, I love helping people. I love organizing. I love homes. So I, I putting all that together. It, it's it's a dream. That's why I'm excited every day I wake up. So that's that's definitely just looking inward and um, seeing what drives me. Mm. What is one piece of advice you would give a black woman who is in search of her purpose? Oh, I mean, it would be that again. Uh, Really, just just listen to yourself. Trust yourself. You you got this. You know what what you like. Uh, A lot of things that people overlook as that could be their passion is normally what it is. Like something that Mm. is so easy that comes second nature to you. That is your passion. Like if you're good at, uh, giving advice to your friends, um, girl, that that's, (laughs) there's something for you there. Like if you're amazing, you love cooking Oh, there you go. There's something there baking, like anything that you love, I say look into that. That is definitely going to be your passion because it's, it shouldn't be something that's hard. It should be something that comes super easy and natural to you. Mm, true. Mm-hmm. What is one goal-oriented item you do daily to keep you on track with your purpose? Praying. I, I pray daily I, I, okay. for the guidance to th- making sure that I'm doing the right thing. Like, your purpose it's I feel like your purpose has already been mapped out you just have to well what do they call it your vocation is mm-hmm. it's always been there you just have to realize it so just I'm just praying that every day I am going in the right direction and this is the purpose that I was put on here to achieve so I just continue to stay prayed up and um and pray that he's guiding me in the right directions so that's definitely it. I love that. And lastly, where can people find you on social media? Yeah. Well, you can find me anywhere on social media. So I am on yes, <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere. TikTok is my number one, y'all. I love me some TikTok. So I have TikTok, Instagram. I have YouTube, guys. I am I just hit my thousand subscriber mark and i am now monetized on youtube thank every one of y'all for all your support but everything is restyle living you go to my uh website restyleliving.com and learn more about my services and packages well thank you so much for coming to the chair i enjoyed our conversation as always i know girl we always keep it up Hey, Queen. Thanks for listening to the Black Woman Unfiltered podcast. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other Black queens like you, who are searching to hear stories about Black women finding their purpose and owning their truth, find the show. If you want to hear more from me, follow me on Instagram at Black Women Unfiltered Podcast. Also, check out the website at www.blackwomanunfiltered.net 
for weekly episode recaps. As always, have a great week.